what these young bloods have to understand that this game has always been and will always be about buckets. What do you know about this? Oh, you'll love it. Up and under. How does she do that? That's a kind of a shot that a winner takes and a winner makes. At the buzzer, a three. Oh, she put it in. She put it in. Welcome to Buckets. This is Action Network's basketball betting podcast presented by FanDuel. And this is the WNBA version. Uh, We have a full slate with five games on tap on Friday. So we have Sean Kerner here, director of predictive analytics for Action Network. And if you don't know me, I'm Maria Marino. I will be continuing to host our WNBA podcast versions of buckets coming up here uh but sean is uh well he's the odds maker on twitter if you don't know and uh he is literally making the odds today because um at the time of this recording which is thursday evening we do not yet have game lines for friday now this has been kind of a trend so far this season i'm not going to complain because we've had more options of things to bet this season than we ever have before. But uh, because of that, sometimes it can be a little tricky planning wise, but this is why it's so great to have you here, Sean, because you make your own projections uh, for every matchup. And um, if you missed it, we actually did an episode uh, of buckets a couple of weeks ago where you went through your whole process. So definitely um, check that out. But Sean, how, how excited are you for Friday's slate? Oh, I am super excited for this juicy five-game slate. Um, And like you said, we don't have odds up, but it it really doesn't matter because, um, you know, I'm projecting the spread total for every game. And like I said um, on our preseason pod, I think that really helps attack the market. Not only when the market opens, you know, I'll be looking to attack the opening numbers, Mm -hmm. um, but later in the day, you know, the closer we get uh, to tip-off, you might see some of these odds move four or five points the other way. You know, sometimes you can't, figure out what the market's going to do. And then I'll find value later in the day. So whenever you are listening to this, hopefully you can, um, you know, find some value. We're, we're going to go over basically what every spread in total should be for uh, the five game slate on Friday. Yeah. And it's really perfect because um, another trend with the WNBA is as soon as a line drops, you know, and someone bets on it uh, there's, there's movement pretty quickly. So um, this is kind of a guide that you can use like you said, no matter what time you're looking at the at the spread, at the total, you can say, well, is this super far off of what Sean Kerner had? If so, you know, that can help yeah. um, inform how you bet. So we're going to jump right into it. And the first game on Friday is the Liberty visiting the Dream at 730 Eastern. So what are you expecting in this one? Yeah, so, you know, the, the main story for this game is just the, the fact that the Liberty are off to a slow start. They're four and two, but they just had massive expectations heading into the season. And to be honest, they, they've looked pretty mediocre, but we, we kind of figured it would take them some time to gel. Like, you know, they have a lot of new superstars on their team. It's going to take some time to gel. But one of the interesting things about their team is um, 34% of their points have come from three-pointers this season, which is by far the highest percent in the league, 4% more than second place even. Um, so they're going to be a pretty volatile team that kind of lives and dies by the three. Um, so they might be inconsistent even when they get better. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Um, and, you know, on the other side, the dream, 
Uh, I think they're really good. They're an up and coming team. Um, however, they just lost uh, guard uh, Ari McDonald uh, for 30, three to four weeks uh, yeah. due to a torn labrum in her shoulder. They're already without Daniel Robinson. So we're going to see, uh, likely see the sixth overall pick um, Haley Jones uh, get more run in this game specifically. So that'll be, uh, you know, fun to see. Um, either way, the, G- the dream, you know, they lean on Alicia Gray, Ryan Howard, Cheyenne Parker. So uh, I don't think McDonald's loss really impacts the spread at all. So I'm projecting this closer to Liberty minus five and a half and the total, uh, you know, 163 and a half. So if, you know, if it's two points more or less the other way on either of those, I'll be looking to bet it. If it's close to that, I'll be staying away. Interesting. Yeah, um, I actually feel like the Liberty should, in theory, be able to beat the dream by, you know, six points or more. Uh, I think that your projection is is still um, sensible, given the fact that, you know, the Liberty just haven't been putting teams away. And, and that was evidenced by their most recent game, um, that loss bad loss uh, to the Chicago sky. They were up big against them and sort of let them back in. And that was, uh, you know, that was just a bit of a a surprise, but um, you know, they were supposed to play the links just a day ago in Brooklyn. That was uh, postponed because of our air quality issues here in New York. I was expecting them to just like go nuts against the links (laughs) and, and just sort of have a big bounce back. So maybe they've saved up some of that pent up, you know, energy, (laughs) that they will um <laughs> they will uh have have for the dream you know it, it's it's no surprise that Stewie Brianna Stewart is you know playing like an MVP um mm-hmm. second in the league in in scoring right now in points per game Courtney Vandersloot also uh leading the league in assists per game at 8.8 which again I don't think is a surprise um I think we had some questions going in you know how how was Slute and and somebody like Sabrina and even now they have Maureen Johannes the Liberty which I'm really excited about she's one of my favorite players they're all the all players that can really dish the rock um, but I think as what we somewhat expected was Slute is really kind of the one quarterbacking the team um, but talk to me a little bit about the total at at 163 and a half yeah I, I just think this should be an average sort of total um you know the liberty have played at the second slowest pace uh, to start the season um they have a really good defense but the dream you know they're in second in offensive efficiency so that's kind of you know why i like the dream um heading into this game um so i think the pace will be pretty average both defenses will be pretty good so this should be just a normal total right in the 163 range so if this gets up to something like 167 or all the way down to like 158, yeah. I would take the under or the over. But I think this should be just a normal, straightforward 163 type of total. Well, let's move on to the next game on tap. It's Mercury and Wings at 8 Eastern. And how do you foresee this one playing out? Well, it's a rematch of Wednesday night's game, right? And we we had the Wings barely cover by a half a point. There was a layup with like 0.1 seconds if they didn't count. Uh, so that was great for both the total and the spread. It just yeah. WNBA is always exciting yes. in that regard. And, um, you know, the Mercury were in control for much of the game, but they just fell apart at the end. There was like a three to four minute stretch where just everything went against them. They weren't necessarily playing bad. It was just bad luck. Uh, Diana Trossi, she only went two for 14 beyond the arc. Um, you know, I think the spread should still be in the four and a half to five and a half range. I think that was about right. 
for the first game, should be there for the second game. Um, however, that total was absolutely crazy. Like like I told you, um, that day when I woke up, the total was 163. Yeah. I was going to tell you I'm all over the over on Green Dot Daily. Yeah. And it went all the way up to 167 and a half, which was right about where I had it. Right. Uh, so I stayed away. Yes. And uh, sure enough, the game ended at 163 exactly. Wow. <laughs> so I, I would have lost. Um, but it like during the game, the in-game line was like over 175 mm-hmm. for the majority of the game. I mean, it was a high-scoring, fast-paced game. But just the, you know, the mer- Mercury just fell apart in the fourth quarter. So um, taking a step back, that was the second fastest game of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had an expected score of 180 for that game. So it should have been way over, uh, but both teams combined to shoot 22% from beyond the arc, 75% from the line, both way below expectation uh, for both of these teams. So I think the rematch, we're going to see way more points. So I'm hoping the market's going to overreact to the first game on Wednesday and have the total, you know, somewhere around 165 or lower. And I'll be all over the over. I think this total should be closer to 168, 169. Ah, Really, really good point. Definitely going to be looking out to see um, what what that, that total looks like uh, on on the books. But I feel as well, you know, I'm in agreement with you that the Wings should take care of business um, in this game. They have been a pleasant surprise this year, I would say. I think I wasn't really sure where they would land. And they are kind of in the middle of the pack, but they're definitely exceeding expectations. And they look like a team that can do some damage. Whereas the Mercury, Diana, her efficiency hasn't been um, what we've seen from her in the past. I'm sure, you know, Brittany Griner is still kind of working through some things. Um, but that being said, I, again, see see your point with, with um, the spread being five, because I don't think the Wings are a good enough team to be like, okay, they're going to blow them out or, you know, they're going to win handily. So, okay, that's that's two games down. The next one would be uh, the Fever and Lynx in Minnesota at 8 Eastern, and these are the two bottom feeders in the league. Yeah, I'm calling this the Caitlin Clark Bowl, right? <laughs> I mean, let's be honest here. So uh, <laughs> both these teams probably want to lose. Um, but, uh, you know, the links are coming off a two point road win against the mystics. So, um, they're, they're also a team that should be much better than their one in six record. I I think they're, you know, a below average team, but not like the worst team in the league. Um, and for some reason, Ariel powers is only playing a couple of minutes a game. I, I think that's probably part of Cheryl Reeves, um, tanking for Caitlin Clark strategy, if I'm being honest. Um, and on the other side, the fever had been playing pretty well recently you know they only lost to the aces by four they lost to the sun by three uh they beat the dream on the road Mm -hmm. by three um so both these teams are kind of trending up but this is you know the the two worst teams in the league facing each other um so i think the links should be small home favorites here but nothing more than like one and a half or two points so if it's anything different than that um i'll be on whatever side is not uh, the Lynx minus one and a half. Um, and an interesting stat with the Lynx is they've allowed 92% um, free throws made this year. Uh, again, that's something that's out of their control completely. So that's around two to three points a game and bad luck that they're losing just based on teams making their free throws. 
Um, so maybe the links aren't as bad as we think uh, based on, you know, little stats like that. Um, and the, the total, you know, it should be another boring right around 162 <laughs> type of total. These are two of the worst defensive teams, yeah. but also pretty bad offenses. And they played a slower pace. Um, but I do think the under for this game could be kind of sneaky because um, that fever sky game <laughs> that I hit the under 162 right when it opened, it closed at 158 and a half. Mm. And it turned out to be the highest scoring game of the season, of course. Um, there, was 200, <laughs> there was 211 points scored. Uh, the game went to overtime, which certainly helped, but it was way over. Uh, before the end of regulation, but both teams combined uh, to shoot 44% from three, 90% from the free throw line. Um, and it was actually one of the slowest paced games of the season. I think it was the slowest paced game of huh. the season. So that's one of those misleading results that I like to attack. So I think the market might overinflate, um, mm -hmm. you know, fever totals uh, for a short period after a game like that. Um, so I think we could see some value on the under and the, the Lynx had a game similar to that three games ago against the Sun where there was 173 total points, and I had a 156 expected score uh, for that mm -hmm. game. So I think this total could be, if it's over 165, give me the under, and I think there's a chance it could be. Hmm. Okay, definitely something to watch. And, you know, I don't want to believe that the Lynx are in any way tanking. Um it's, it's crazy because, you know, Cheryl Reeve has had a reputation of being, you know, one of the best and winningest coaches in WNBA history. But I am curious also about Ariel Powers, like you said. I mean, yeah. she's kind of, she's been one of my favorite players in the past. I think she's super talented and I'm not really sure what the, what the story is um, there with her, but look, we know Nafisa Collier is, is uh, one of the bright young stars in the league too. And I, so I want to believe that they're going to, start turning around some of these close losses to wins. Um, and then on the other side with the fever, Aaliyah Boston has been as advertised. I was a little skeptical coming in if she would sort of live up to the high expectations, you know, being the number one pick, but um, you know, she was the rookie of the month for May uh, in the league and leading the league in field goal percentage, by the way, which, you know, I know she shoots a lot of two. She's, she lives <laughs> in the paint, but still, I mean, it's still pretty yeah. impressive at, you know, over 70% from the field, um, for a rookie. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad we have at least a, a semblance of, again, your projections there. So we can adjust accordingly based on, uh, what we see the sports books put out. Hi there listeners. We're back to invite you to head into this sports betting summer with new gear built to last. And friends of the podcast, Shady Rays have you covered against the glare of that summer sun with premium polarized shades. Shady Rays is an independent sunglass company offering world-class products, durable frames, the clearest possible optics, and Shady Rays also offers the best protection plan in all of eyewear. How good is it? Well, every pair of their sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. So what does that mean? Here's what they told me. It means if you lose or break your pair, Shady Rays will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Plus, if you don't love them, it's okay. You don't need to cry about it. You just exchange them for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. And you can look good and feel good because to date, 
Shady Rays has donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. That's nice. So, exclusively for you, our beloved podcast listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code ACTION for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Now, let's go to the Sky and Sparks at 10 Eastern. Now, the Sparks, they're they're a little confounding as well um, Mm -hmm. because they were just in Seattle, what, they lost by like a point the other day? And yeah. Three points. Well, that was a scoring game of the season. Yeah, that that was an ugly. That was an ugly one. Um, but you know, we did um we did mention uh, on Green Dot Daily when you came on, like Chinea Gwumake was out with um sort of a last minute foot injury, um and then meanwhile the Sky, they're another team that I think is still kind of finding their way, finding their identity. Yeah, exactly. You know, both of these teams have struggled just with injuries. Um, throughout the start of the season, you know, the the Sparks had to play the Aces in back-to-back games when the it seemed like the entire team was dealing with an illness. Um, so I think both of these teams are only going to get better as the season goes forward. I said, you know, the Sky could get off to a slow start. Um, once Marina Mabry starts going, um, then, then they're going to be a lot better, and that's what's happening. You know, Mabry's coming off a 28-point game uh, and their win against the Liberty. They played the Liberty tough for – uh, both games they played them back-to-back games so um, both teams are trending up this is an even matchup I, I don't have a spread for this game it's a pick them I, mm-hmm. I don't think either team should be favored here um, mm-hmm. I think that the sky are slightly better um, so the sparks with the home field advantage makes this a pick them um, now when it comes to the sky their front court is so thin right now they can't afford Elizabeth Williams to get hurt or get into foul trouble so if you're watching this game and Elizabeth Williams picks up a couple early fouls. That's when I think I'd live bet uh, the Sparks. So I think, you know, that's just something I look for when I'm betting live is this Chicago front court is so thin. They need Elizabeth Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Sparks, on the other hand, are getting healthier in their front court. Um, like we talked about the other day, they got Ezra Stevens back. Um, Derek Hamby should just keep seeing more minutes as the season goes on. You know, she was getting eased in. To, to start the season. So, you know, the sparks are trending to being at full strength. Um, so uh, like I said, neither team should be favored. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, you know, the sky where the other team, I mentioned the fever sky game combining for 211 points. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if this game's going to be inflated because while that game, there is way too many points than there should have been um, that sparks storm game totaled 129 points. So I don't know if people are going to be rushing to bet the over on the Sparks game. Mm-hmm. So I think the total will be right around 161 uh, where it should be. Yeah, I mean, uh, should be a good game. And one more game to discuss before we let you go, Sean. It's Mystics and Storm at 10 Eastern. What do you think? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the Mystics, they, they've struggled this year. They're they're three and three, um, you know. Breaks my heart. Prob- I know they're they're, <laughs> they're still a top three, top four team. Uh, they'll get it going, but yeah. the, the main issue so far has been their shooting. They have the second worst effective field goal percentage in the league to start. Um, they've also ranked dead last in offensive rebound rate. So when it comes to player props, uh, taking 
uh, rebound overs against them has been pretty profitable mm -hmm. uh, because they're missing shots and they're not getting offensive boards. So um, there's been plenty of rebounds to go around for the opposing team, uh, but they could snap out of it here uh, because they're playing the storm, uh, a team that has allowed the highest effective field goal percentage in the league. Um, and you know, the mystics defense has been solid as ever. They rank second in defensive efficiency while the storm offense ranks dead last. Um, so this is a game I think the Mystics should get back on track. So I'm projecting a minus seven, but I would not be shocked if they just blow them out of the water because you know they're they're hunting for blood. They they really need to snap out of this funk, and this is the perfect team to do that against. Um, and this should be a fairly low scoring game. Uh, I'm projecting the total at 159. So this this should be the only total on the board that's below 160. So. Um, you know, if it's if it's over 160, I'll, I'll be on the under. And if it's, you know, around 155, I'll be on the over. But uh, I'm projecting the total closer to 159 for this game. I guess it would be pretty shocking um, if the storm got like back to back <laughs> wins. <laughs> um, I, but I yeah. guess, you know, stranger things have happened. Um, and <laughs> you're right. The Mystics, I, I saw um, Elena Deladon just talking about like, sort of a lack of energy at practice and just mm. needing to sort of speak up at times and, and sort of snap the team out of it. So hopefully they will be motivated. And I wonder if because of some of the uncertainty with the mystics lately, like that spread could be a little bit on the lower side and, mm -hmm. you know, you could potentially take advantage of it, but Hey, that's every game on the slate for Friday. Um, almost every team in action and Sean Kerner, what would we do without you? I mean, we would have, we would be so unprepared <laughs> for, you know, when, when we see these WNBA lines drop. Um, but I'm glad we have at least a good uh, barometer of where things should be at. Thanks to, you know, all the, all the work that you put in and you mentioned player props they, those tend to come out like the day of games. So I would encourage anybody to um, follow you at the odds maker on Twitter and on the action app uh, for some of your player prop picks. I may even get frisky and, and do a player prop now. And again, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting my feet wet uh, with that, but Sean Kerner, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me and enjoy the massive five game slate uh, Friday night. And I just want to say thank you for listening to Buckets presented by FanDuel. We will have a new episode same time next week. Guest to be determined. By the way, download the award-winning action app. Make sure you rate and review this podcast if you get a chance. Five stars, preferably. Um, and you could win action swag or a free subscription to Action Pro. Let's get Buckets. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.